Folks, Sid Rosenberg back with you. It's the Holiday Radiothon for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Season of Hope. Donate $11 a month or more at wabcradio.com slash donate or call 1-844-BRAVEST. So as I've mentioned a couple of times already today, I was at that beautiful event at the Marriott Marquis that Frank Siller and Tunnel to Towers put on a few weeks ago where they honored John and Margot Katsimatidis. And there was one particular table that I have to say was my favorite table in the place. Table 48. I met a couple of really beautiful young ladies and a very young girl, like 18 years old, whose father was killed. She's from Salt Lake City. Her name is Megan. And I actually sat at that table twice during the evening. What a bunch of brave ladies. And my next guest is one of them, part of the Gold Star Family Home Program. In fact, I announced her husband's name, Chris, On stage that night, it is Shannon Slutman. Shannon, Sid here in New York, once again, good to talk to you. And nice meeting all of you a few weeks ago at that wonderful gala. Thank you for being there. We appreciate it. No, it was nice. And I tell you, you know, uh, in my family, we're a big marathon family, Shannon. So (laughs) my wife, Danielle, has run 36 marathons. And you ready for this? She's going to run Tokyo in March and at that point become one of the 1% of marathon runners that get the Abbott Award for running the six major marathons. She's done New York five times. But you, you are very, very proud of your efforts most recently just last year running the New York City Marathon. Let me be the first to tell you, congratulations. Thank you. It was, it was an amazing day. I got to run um, as a, a fundraiser for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation with my friend and fellow um, home recipient, Irene Sullivan, whose husband was FDNY and um, was uh, lost in the line of duty. So we we enjoyed every single mile. We soaked in all that New York had to offer, and um, it was just a beautiful day. I know you guys raised about $59,000. I have to think that there's somebody listening right now, right now, Shannon, in the audience that wants to match that, 59000 Let's make that effort 118000 and get another 59000 to match what Shannon was able to raise at the marathon. And uh, I don't know, was that your first one, your first marathon? No. So my husband was also a marathoner. So oh. the last marathon that I ran prior to New York was actually crossing the finish line of the Marine Corps Marathon in Washington, D.C. with Chris, who was also a Marine. And that was an amazing day. There was nothing like it. He was a much faster runner than me and was having cramps. So we actually finished together, which was a rarity. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. You ran it together and you finished it together? Yeah. I caught up with him around mile 18 because he was, Chris was 6'5". And his legs were not always meant to to run. And uh, he started cramping and he just looked at me and I'm like, let's go. So we finished together. We laughed a lot. We walked a lot. But it was it was good. It was amazing to be able to cross the finish line side by side. Oh, my God. I hope Danielle's not listening. I have to tell you that she begged me for years, you know, to run these marathons. <laughs> so she convinced me, Shannon, twice to run a half marathon, which I did in Fort Lauderdale. We lived in Boca Raton. I did two half marathons. On the second one, there was like this white foam coming out of my mouth. I wasn't even aware of it. <laughs> And I retired like 10 years ago, and she continues to run them, like I said, doing Tokyo in March. You two guys, that is such a beautiful story. And, and, and now that you've run these, answer this for me. Mile 21, 22 last year, New York City Marathon. Is that really where your body really starts to hit the fan? It 
totally starts to hit the fan. And, you know, last year, the neatest thing was that um, the firehouses of our, of our husbands had set up shop right on the corner there where you kind of cross into the Bronx. So we came around the corner, and all the guys from our firehouses were, were right there. And they were there supporting us. They were up in the, in the bucket truck, and, you know, guys from 27 and 17 and Squad 46. It was just uh, – it was amazing because we got, to, we got to see them, and they just got us through the rest of it. So got to love our guys. Um, you know, FDNY never forgets their people. That's for certain. Oh, that is for sure. So how do you know so much about New York? As far as I know, you live in Delaware. We do live in Delaware. So, yes, um, Chris actually got his letter to go up to New York after we met down the beach. He used to be a D.C. firefighter for two and a half years, and then he got his letter. And um, everybody knows that the New York City Fire Department is the best fire department in the world, so he was not going to turn that down. So he went on to the job in 2003 and um, was in the Bronx his entire career. So we spent a lot of time up there, and uh, he lived up there until he joined the Marine Corps when he was 29, went in as a reservist. And, um, you know, he spent a lot of time still in New York, but mm-hmm. it's no offense, but it's cheaper down here. <laughs> yeah, it's cheaper to live anywhere, actually, than here in New yeah. York. I know that. Um, and Chris, uh, and this is the part of the conversations, Shannon, that I really dislike, but uh, just to give the listeners some background, Chris served this country so proudly. And if I'm correct, I think you told me he was killed in 2019 in Afghanistan. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. Uh, so he actually um, deployed twice. He deployed um, right after our first daughter was born to Iraq. And then he deployed 10 years later to Afghanistan. And he was killed um, April 8th, 2019, uh, outside of Bagram, three weeks before he was supposed to come home. Uh, three weeks before. I'm so sorry, Shannon. I really am. And, of course, Bagram Air Force, or Air Force Base became such a, a controversial uh, subject when uh, when we pulled the rest of our troops out of Afghanistan last year. Thirteen others were killed, and they shut down that Air Force Base, which uh, made no sense. But I'm very, very sorry to hear uh, about Chris. But um, you and the kids are, are living uh, down there in, in Delaware. How many kids do you have? So uh, We have three daughters. So we have uh, my daughters are, at the time, they were... 10, 8, and 4 when Chris was killed. So now they are 14, 11, and 8. And, um, yeah, so they are, are busy. We are full swing in Nutcracker and cheer Aww. season and gymnastics. So they are amazingly happy, healthy, um, caring kids. You know, I always say that it, it, it's it's definitely been one of those things that has brought out the the best in them and i'd never want anybody to go through this but my kids are unbelievable as far as their empathy for other people and their their love of life and um and country so they they they're unbelievable kiddos what a great story uh obviously chris passing away tragic but how your daughters have acclimated uh, how, how well you're doing and now you've got this uh, gold star family home program going for you brand new home Frank Siller and uh, Tunnel to Towers, what they do, just amazing. Tell me how happy you are about that. So the, the foundation is more than just the mortgage-free home. That is a huge thing. You know, every child you know, deserves stability and everything else. But the foundation does more. They stay with us. And, you know, they are definitely our, our you know, extended family. They make sure that we have connections with other gold stars and also fallen first responder families. 
So, you know, because there's just something about being able to look at somebody else and go, yeah, that really sucked. And I completely Mm. understand what you're going through because we're such a small population. And, you know, just to have that, you know, that support system baked in and, you know, they don't go away. They're, they're with us forever. And I think that is truly a gift just as much as the mortgage-free home. Well, I must tell you that uh, meeting you and talking to you here this morning, really uh, inspiring, Shannon. And I'm sure that there's somebody out there again listening right now that wants to match the $59,000 you raised in running the 2021 New York City Marathon. I'm sure of that. Either way, congratulations on your marathon finish Congratulations on being part of this family home program as a very important Gold Star family. I want to wish you and your daughters a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sid. Merry Christmas to you, too. You, too. Folks, this is the Holiday Radiothon for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Season of Hope. Donate $11 a month or more at wabcradio.com slash donate or call 1-844-BRAVEST, and I'll be back right after this. Shannon, that was great. I mean, really great. God bless you. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com.